everyone. Uh, this is Alex Gagne, and you're listening to Tomahawk Roundup. All right, so what is going on, guys? This is Frank Zorowski here with the Tomahawk Roundup, and I'm joined by Alex Gagne, Muskegon Lumberjacks alum and Tampa Bay Lightning draft prospect. Alex, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Enjoying my summer. Yeah, exactly. First off, congratulations on being selected in the 2020 entry draft by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Take us through how you found out about the selection and any phone calls you may have gotten afterwards. Yeah, um, so I was actually out in Michigan, Plymouth, Michigan, for the World Junior Summer Showcase. Um, and we actually had two skates the second day of the draft. Um, had one in the morning, then had one in the afternoon, and I was going out to the afternoon skate, and I think it was probably started the fifth round, maybe. And I was thinking, oh, like maybe, like we'll see what happens. And then, like I, I went out for one rep of practice, and then um, I come back to the bench, and I felt like a coach was going to tell me something because, like, I felt like an arm on my back or shoulder. It was actually one of the trainers saying, uh, "Tampa Bay Lightning, congratulations!" So I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, that's that's really special. I mean, and then your phone must have been going crazy afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I was actually the first thing I saw was um, first thing I saw when I opened up was actually uh, Coach Hamilton calling me. That's that. Yeah, that's really special. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, so going back a little bit, Alex, you know, during the shortened 2019-20 season, you were chosen for the Holinka Gretzky Cup, representing Team USA. How did the wearing the red, white, and blue teach you more about hockey and aid in your development? Definitely, um, definitely growing up where I was playing, I wouldn't say I was limited, but um, exposure in New Hampshire is, I wouldn't say as big as, say, Michigan and those, um, those areas, Michigan, Minnesota, and so... To be able to uh, represent my country and wear uh, the red, white, and blue, definitely against those caliber players. I think I actually played against uh, Daniel Gushin. Oh, that's that's funny. Slovakia. It was a, it was a real eye opener um, just to see the level of these kids and where they're at and where I'm at. So it was a pretty cool experience and definitely um, it helped me gain information and like what I need to work on. So. Overall, it was a really good experience. It was cool because that was my first time going overseas to Europe. So, cool to experience some other, some other countries. Yeah, and that's the biggest youth tournament in the world. And, I mean, you, you, play, you talk about playing against Daniel Gushin, uh, the all-time leader for the Lumberjacks, and scoring, you know. How was that, like, lining up against uh, Gush and just playing against him? Was there any funny commentary made with, between the two of you on the ice? Uh, not really. Well, I mean, back then... We, we didn't know each other. Oh, go figure. Yeah, so, um, but definitely, like, I, I remember, like, playing against him and saying, like, who is that Gushin kid? Because he's just skating all over the ice, making these ridiculous moves, passes, and everything. Yeah, and, so, that, yeah, and, that, and then you reunite with him a couple years later in Muskegon. Yeah, he was actually, uh, it was pretty funny, because we talked about it on the road a lot, because he was my, uh, my roommate on the road. So he was the one I would stay with uh, every road trip. We would have to stay in hotels. So it's pretty cool just to um, just to know him. And then yeah, and I actually well, my first couple weeks in Muskegon, I actually built it with him. Oh, that's um, really so special. Was, yeah. So just to get to, like live, live with him, and I mean, you can just see where he's at right now. It's just living with him. You can just see his work ethic. So it's pretty. It's pretty cool to see. 
Yeah, so you have the notable story of being selected by a USHL team twice. First by the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders, and then later by the Muskegon Lumberjacks in the dispersal draft after the natural disaster swept through Cedar Rapids. I guess my question to you, Alex, is how do you compare the two draft days for you going into juniors? Uh, to be honest, the first, the first one, uh, honestly, I didn't even really expect to get drafted. Um, my U16 coach asked if... Um, if I got drafted to Cedar Rapids Rough Riders, would I go out to main camp? And I was and I was already planning on going to uh, prep school, uh, Tabor Academy in Massachusetts. Um, I was planning on going there and repeating my junior year and uh, talking to like some friends and family and uh, some other coaches in my organization back home. They thought it'd be best. I mean, nothing to lose to go out to Cedar Rapids main camp. I mean, just take a shot, and I think that was the best situation or best decision I made. Yeah. And then the other one, um, definitely, because, I mean, the season uh, leading up to playing for Muskegon, I wouldn't say until maybe early August, mid-August was when, you know, we were having Zoom calls with Cedar Rapids, the head coach, Mark Krause, and just, like, normal Zoom calls, just trying to catch up and everything with the team, and... We had no idea until the last one, um, you know, he was, it was emotional. He was crying and he said, we aren't playing this year. Um, and so I think, I mean, my mind went into a frenzy, like what's going on? Is there going to be a draft? This and that. Um, and then how it ended up, I got drafted by Muskegon. I, I was talking to some other teams. Actually, I didn't even talk to them before the draft. It was kind of funny. Um, I remember talking to like Sioux Falls and, I believe Sioux City, but Muskegon wasn't one of them. Uh, but I remember uh, picking up my phone after a skate one day, and I see my camera wasn't calling me, and I was I was glad that I got picked up by Muskegon, just because I mean, I mean you look at where they're at now, they're like a storage franchise in the USHL, so it was it was cool and fun to play with them. Yeah, it, it really, and it was fun to watch you play with them during my season interning with the team. I mean, go, keeping with the Muskegon theme, how did your game on defense become more 200-foot during that Muskegon Lumberjack season? Yeah, I think um, I think I always had the defensive ability, defensive side of that 200-foot game that you said. Um, but I think helped my the offensive side is, I mean, you look at the caliber of force we had, um, Obviously, Daniel Gush, uh, Cam Berg, who I mean, who, dra- who got drafted in the fourth round by the Islanders, um, Quinn Hudson, Jack Williams, Tanner Kelly, all these guys, um, I think just helped me. And honestly, what, what helped me the most was practice. Definitely three on three against all these guys. Um, seeing what they do after practice, just little skills, little like tips here and there that I can take to implement into my game. Um, and definitely another thing is our D coach, uh, Cody Chubb, he was a huge help. Um, like he's played the game and he, he looks at it, he's a D coach, but he played forward pro. Um, so he's always like just telling me like tips here and there just to like, get in the right spot to give myself a better position in the offensive zone or to give me more chances. So I think just like a combination of both helped me a lot. And I, th- I think that's really important to when you bring that up, Alex, because it's always easy to add gas to the fire rather than take it away. Basically, it's easy. You know what I'm meaning. Like, add more offense rather than be less aggressive. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think and I think that's how your game progressed really well throughout the season. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know it's talking to Coach Hamilton. I think what makes me most successful night in and night out is just being simple, making a simple play. And cause I know sometimes for myself, I can like once I make a play on the ice, I I'm, immediately I'm like, oh, like why'd you do that? I think just trying to make the right play and not trying to do too much is what my bread and butter is. I would say. Just trying to make the right, maybe if it's uh, not even like a five-foot pass, just the little things. Yeah, those little intangible things that help the transition game along. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, what made you commit to the University of New Hampshire, close to your home in Bedford, rather than going out of state to play NCAA hockey? Yeah, um, well, to be honest, they were the... So, like, my trainer is uh, really good friends with the who was named assistant coach uh, the first year, um, Jeff Giuliano, and they were, they were friends real close, and how it happened was my trainer told the assistant coach, like, just come come out, watch watch myself, um, and then just see how he is. And they were, they were the first one to reach out, um, and they were the first one I visited. And, I mean, once I got on campus, I didn't need to visit any other schools. Um, I, I felt right at home, which is which is the biggest thing for me. If I'm comfortable, then and if I'm comfortable with the coaches, the culture, everything like that, which I felt, uh, then that's a place where I want to be. And that and that mental side of the game is something where if, like you said, if you're comfortable, you're going to be playing your best hockey. And when you're when you're playing your best hockey, obviously you're winning more games, and that's that's the objective. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say that's what helped me a lot this this past season too with Muskegon. So I remember telling uh, Coach Hamilton about that in my exit interview because um, he was talking about what something. To be honest, nothing like I felt this was the most comfortable I felt with the coaching staff ever, and I think that's what helped me the most. Cause, I mean, they come in uh, like I, I had a strong bond with all of them. Like they they come into the room. They would talk to us like they're honestly players, uh, just joking around, joking around after practice or anything like that, which made me coming. I know it was my second year in the league, but it was my first in season, so uh, definitely it was nerve-wracking at start or, I mean, just seeing new face and everything, but they definitely made me feel at home, uh, which meant a lot to me, so... And, then, and and when you're talking about that, it's almost like you're starting over again in a new city. It's almost like being traded in junior, so it, it helps you adapt to that professional game where you're going. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, talk to me about what role you hope to fill within the Tampa Bay Lightning. When you make it to the NHL, what kind of role do you want to, to play on the on the Bolts, and who do you model your defensive game after? Um, what role... I mean, to be honest, any role, but I think the role I would be best fit in is definitely, um, what I like to say is a two-way hard-nosed defenseman, so someone, like I go back on, uh, just making a simple play while being five free zones, uh, not making many mistakes in the game, an active stick, being defensively sound, being as big as I can with my size. Um, and then with that, um, yeah, I think just all those, uh, 
just try to tie it together with my game. Just, I mean, hopefully one day I can put on a Tampa Lightning jersey, which is a goal of mine and dream of mine. Yeah, and then, and then when you're ta- when you're talking about that those little things, and that's something we hear from a lot of guys. But I hear you really honing in on it, where it's like you know what, what's not, what's not, no, no disrespect to Connor McDavid, but not everybody's going to be able to pull out the 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 toe drag dangle between the legs. So let's focus on the small things that you can do. Yeah, definitely, and I and I kind of look after this kind of funny. Um, the person that I always said who I like model my game after is Ryan McDonough. Of the Tampa Lightning, which is which is cool. I got drafted Tampa Lightning. That's the guy I mirror myself after. And I think when I look at him, is um, why like I mirror why I try to mirror myself uh, through him is I can see like the little things he does. Like you know, he never makes a mistake whenever I walk. Um, he's always smart. He's always positionally sound, um, defensively sound, and he can also. He might, he might not be the most offensive defenseman, but he can definitely chip in and join the rush and uh, create that second layer just to generate more chances for the team. And that and that that kind of defense, he's. I really like that comparison with yourself to McDonough because that's perfectly lined up with what I've seen in Muskegon and through your highlights in Cedar Rapids. Because what I've seen, and I know a lot of other scouts have seen this, you know. It's you're not you're not going in there like a Kale McCarr kind of guy, but if the situation calls for it, you're up there on the blue line putting howitzers on the goaltender. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's that's one thing I try to work on. Um, I know that's something I try to work on with Cody Chubb during the season. Um, I think just for me, it's I think I have the skill and everything. I think it's just um, the confidence on the blue line. You know, I always talk to Chubber about. We always talked about getting to the middle, creating more space, more chances for me. Um, I think that's just the key to just with my skating and everything, always getting to the middle, just giving myself a better option and better, I mean, just chance, whether it's to take that maybe half slap shot, wrist shot, or just if there's a passing option open, just anything. Yeah, and that and that will come with time, Alex. You know that that always comes with guys that are get breaking into it. And, and from if, if, if your performance in Muskegon is any indication, you'll thrive at the next level. And that's that's something that I want our listeners to know. On the younger side of things, you know, if you've got the ability, it's all about refining it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah so, Alex, before we head out today, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners around the U.S., Canada, beyond anywhere in the world? thing I'd say is if you want to play juniors go to Muskegon yeah go to Muskegon the my favorite junior home and I know it's certainly one of your favorite junior homes uh, I'll, oh I'll actually ask you a question um I got to talk to Scott Bradford a lot um how'd you like working with him I actually loved working with Scott. Scott, uh, for our listeners, Scott was the broadca- uh, is the broadcaster for the Muskegon Lumberjacks, was my supervisor in Muskegon. I loved working with Scott. Scott was great to work with. It was it was a blast because he taught me so much, uh, especially on the writing side of things. You know, I didn't think I, – I knew, okay, yeah, I can write a, a, a put-together sports column, but he really showed me how to refine it, put it in the right tense. And the and, and like you said about the little stick, active stick plays, it's the same kind of thing when you're typing on a computer. So I loved working with Scott, and he's great. Yeah, it's awesome. 
No, it it was it was great working with Scott, and I will treasure the time in Muskegon that I had, and I and I love it, and I will build on it going forward in my career. That's that's awesome to hear. Yeah. So Alex Gagne, Tampa Bay Lightning prospect. Alex, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.